Today on the show, we review Snatched. Invasion of the Body Snatchers? Oh, no, no. We're, we're reviewing Amy Schumer's Snatched. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. Uh, next on our show. <laughs> yeah, let's get right into it. This is Can't Sleep, Won't Sleep. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Welcome to Can't Sleep, Won't Sleep, brought to you by Bucket of Wind. I'm Cameron, and with me as always... It's Matt, and guess what? Unfortunately, we're still a man down. Sad face. Sad face. Sad face emoji. (laughs) But we're not doing that movie today. We (laughs) are doing a movie review. Yes. Snatched. Snatched. Amy Schumer's Snatched. (laughs) And Goldie on. I feel bad for her. But we'll talk more about that on... The movie review. Yes, I'm excited. Um, this was a recent movie that just came out. Amy Schumer, she's on the scene. This was her next big debut after Trainwreck, which got mixed reviews from some people, but was overall rated as a huge success for her. I, I loved it. I thought it was a good movie. Oh, I thought it was quirky and a good take on the whole romantic comedy. The non-traditionalness of the relationship they were in was really nice. You know? I liked it. I thought that movie was really good. I can go on and on about that movie. Yes. F- fun fact about Snatched. I have also not seen it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm going to save you. How many minutes is this movie? How many minutes? I'm going to save you 97 minutes That's off not- your life that you won't have to ignore this that I did. I'm guessing <laughs> you didn't like it. Uh, no. <laughs> it's like you always say. Good intentions? Well, the Titanic was a good intention. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Up on the rocks or an iceberg. You're right. I mean, it was good. Like, the premise for this movie is good in theory. It's great. It's it's, uh, uh, a daughter and a mother go on vacation in South America, and they get abducted. And it's supposed to be a comedy. But? uh, No, it's not. But I, it's a comedic take on the whole vacation gone wrong, right? Yes. That's what it basically is. All those movies that were serious made in the early 2000s and 90s about like white women going to like Europe and like South America and Africa. And surviving it. I mean, that's what it's really about. I mean, to be honest with you. But this one was a comedic outing. Yes. Yes. That was the intent. <laughs> and, and would you say that she did not hit the mark on this one? No. I mean, to be honest with you, I thought the writing was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, had a great writer, uh, Katie Diopold. Uh, un- unbelievably, she's from Freehold, New Jersey. Really? The same hometown I'm from. Yeah. And you and were, me. Yeah. And the old you, stomping ground. That's right. And, and uh, to be honest with you, um, I was pulling for her. You know what I mean? This mm-hmm. is a girl who did Second City. She went on to write a lot of different things. Writer, producer, actress. She wrote two movies and was in a TV show you really liked. She wrote The Heat. Oh, yes. Sandra Bullock and that was Melissa great. McCarthy. That was a good movie. That was a very good movie. I mean, we, we it's some good stock. Here's the other movie I, that was fantastic, too. Ghostbusters, the remake. Yeah, a lot of people didn't like that. It's one I still defend to this day. I loved it. I thought it don't was great. Be, don't think you're going in to see the Ackroyd and the. No, not, you're gonna you're gonna see them in little gimmick parts. Yeah, it's a new it's a new take. It's a new on take. It. And you know what? See the extended version. That was a great movie. Yeah. Again, so then, take the 97 minutes you would have spent on this movie. 
Yes. And go they see the extended So wait, version. if the writing was good, the acting did not carry it for you? No, the like, acting was horrifyingly pe- People bad. have called Schumer's acting into question in the past. I, I told you, I like Trainwreck. I like her stand And a lot of people say she's better on the stage than she is on the screen. Always. Always That's stage. what a lot of people say. Personally, as a guy who watches a lot of stand-up comedy, I think some of her stuff I really liked and some of her stuff I really didn't. I'm a fan. Uh, but I, like I said, I'm a fan of her stand-up. I'm a fan of Trainwreck. Not a fan of this movie, unfortunately. I Where mean, do you think? Let's start with what was bad. What was bad? In your opinion, uh, the delivery, the acting. Uh, now, uh, one thing Not that only I her, saw though, there were some supporting cast. Goldie Hawn is in this movie. Yeah, she should have. And is it bad that her most noble achievement in my mind was marrying Guy Ritchie? No, that's Madonna. Wait, that's Madonna. <laughs> Oh my God! Goldie Hawn is married to Kurt Russell. Oh my God! Who right now is killing it with Guardians of the Galaxy Two. Oh, he did such a great job. And guess what? She should have done. Had Kurt read the read the script, give her advice, (laughs) give her some advice. Because you know what? He picked. He killed it with that pick. Yeah. And you know what? He should have had the. She should have had him take a look at it, or at least his agent, and go, "Don't do this movie." Don't you know? You know, just don't do this movie. The one thing that I heard from friends and other online people was that it was just awkward timing, awkward delivery of things. Things just like some of the jokes that were meant to hit really hard just completely fell flat. Yeah, they were off, and I and don't. And it know, just created an awkward. I, I don't know who to blame. I mean, I, of course, I'm sorry. Amy didn't do it. I know Goldie can act. It didn't work. I, I know Wanda Sykes can act. It didn't work. I know <laughs> I know Joan Cusack. She can act. Didn't work. I know... And I know Chris Mullaney from uh, uh, Law & Order C- SVU. Yes. A great actor. He has a small cameo in it. Um, I kind of thought his part was really good. Yeah, I heard that there were some good cameos. Especially one uh, with Randall Park. Randall who played her boyfriend. Oh, he was funny. In the beginning. That, that was, was really funny to me. I saw that clip of, from the movie and I thought that was hilarious. He's from Veep. He played Danny Chung. Yes. The conservative senator. to be senator. honest with you, I, I did kind of like Joan Cusack. She didn't have any dialogue, but I thought she was funny. I guess I did like her and Wanda Sykes. That's what a lot of people said, that it, the supporting cast was good I and did. had good moments. It was mainly the, the, the failure two. of Han and Schumer yeah. in lead roles. They said it felt hollow. It did. It didn't didn't feel believable. I even like the brother. Um, I think it's Paul Feek. Yeah, I mean, people I thought, said he had some very funny. Segments. And there's a guy who plays somebody from the U.S. Embassy mm-hmm. who says, "You chose to travel in South America. There's nothing I can really do for you except, well, let me know when they get there, and I'll get them out from there." And, <laughs> I mean, Paul Feek. He played he played the brother who was basically agoraphobic, and if you know what that means, it means he can't leave the house, and he wanders out and. Again, you know what? I guess I am saying that I liked everybody in this movie but those two. So that was the what was good about it. Yeah, I mean... But overall, you don't think that the sporting characters picked up enough of the slack? No, uh, not at all. And like I said, it's she's a proven writer. Um, and the director, he's done, I guess, two movies I really like. Mm-hmm. And I have to throw them out there. 50-50, I know you loved That's it. That's a great movie. Seth 
Seth Rogen, Rogen and Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Uh, it's just that's a, a dramatic. It's piece, a great movie, though. and I also like the remake of Romeo and Juliet with Warm Bodies, the zombie flick. Oh, that was a solid flick. Too. I like that too. I mean, uh, unfortunately, I, I, I have to keep going back to the yeah. two car stars because I love the supporting cast. The writer is proven. And the director killed it with two movies yeah, that I am You're right. Of. The case is with a lot of these movies, if your leads don't carry it, it can fall flat. Especially it when did. with comedic movies, it's the same way with stand-up comedy almost, where it's about timing and picking your spots to be funny. And a lot of people said, and I think you agree with this too, they, they missed the mark on some key opportunities. Yeah, why couldn't we get Sandra Bullock and Melissa McCarthy in this yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. They killed it in heat. Especially when I this, just, this writer's known for having such a good um, uh, sense for the back and forth between two characters. Absolutely. Like, I mean, where the hell was that, you know? It just didn't work. I mean, I didn't buy the jokes. I didn't buy... And some of the jokes, I think, could have been carried off a little more tastefully. I know that Amy Schumer is a little rough around the edges. And I like her stand-up when she is that way. But uh, there are a few things that were cringeworthy cringeworthy in this role i mean they they were cringeworthy and <laughs> and I, I maybe they're written that way and they just weren't carried off as subtle that is true sometimes she can people call her heavy-handed with some of her jokes yeah where it's just like she goes yes. so far with the i'm such a slut thing that we can't follow her on that journey of comedy yeah you know what i mean <laughs> it's too abrasive it's too exactly. abrasive exactly like she says like these crazy things where I'm like, oh my god! But I do like it when she does that in stand up. It's so shocking and so jarring in her stand up. It doesn't translate. It did not translate on oh. the big screen here. Well, I don't, some parts of Trainwreck for me felt like I was on a wooden roller coaster. That's how awkward and jarring it was for me in some parts. I like Trainwreck. Was it 20 minutes too long? Yes. The John Cena sex scene for me was just weird. Oh, no, that was really funny. John oh. Cena was one of the best parts of that screen. He was funny. Don't make me come back there and screw you. Hey, he said he's going to come back here and screw yeah, That whole part, I mean, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I thought that was great. And the guy who played her boyfriend, he's from he's from uh, Saturday Night Live. I have really thought he was great. That movie was oh, yeah, good. Bill Hader. Bill Hader. He was great. And, I mean, I, I you don't have to say any more than Bill Hader. I mean, super bad. I mean, So let's talk about, now that we've covered Han and Schumer, right. what about the captors? The Latin American captors? The guys from Latin America are actually pretty funny. There are a few scenes where, you know, she asked, you know, they call me a puta. And we all know what that is. I shouldn't say it really, but it, it's really funny because she thought it meant princess. And the guy goes, no, it means whore. And I <laughs> thought that was great. I thought the guys, I mean, there was a guy behind the bar. You can see it in the, in the trailer. He made some funny jokes. I mean, they were the straight guys and they delivered some offhanded comments that really, really worked. You know what I mean? And the, the fact that Christopher Mullaney, I mean, he was a guy roaming the countryside and you thought he was his tracker and he turned out to be some guy who just, you know, I'm not, all right, no spoilers. Yeah, no spoilers. I had to give him the, don't watch it. Don't watch it. Yeah. So we might. I know. But we won't spoil it. I'm just not going to. No. But we might as well. I, no, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. But, just, you know, I it's just... I, I'm not going to ruin somebody's movie. Uh, you know, I mean, and if you it, love it, it costs $42 million to make. I mean, to be honest with you... Was this a, f a well... A well-received uh, movie yeah. right now, currently, and I'm going off by, by my data. It costs $42 million to make. It's it's $59 million. They're going to make their money back. It's going to hit double digits. It will. 
Yeah, that's a pretty decent payday. By, by double digits, what I mean is typically a movie today has to make double of what it cost to actually show a profit. With marketing, they marketed the shit out of this This movie, movie was freaking everywhere. Everywhere. So you know if the movie cost $42 million, they spent another forty in in uh, ads, ads and, and promos and posters and, and billboards and press junkets. Uh, they spent the money. So we're talking $84 million uh, where it's probably $60 million by now because we're already into the next business day. Um, it fell off hard, uh, 42% down after the first weekend. And I'm not helping the word of mouth right now. I'm very sorry about that. But Did this movie fall into the pitfall that a lot of comedies do where they show a lot of the best scenes in the trailers? Uh, yeah. Because that's I mean, one thing that really gets me, man. It did. Like, a lot of them burn so much of their great material for free. Yeah. Before people even see your movie. If you watch this trailer, I mean, again, that's the pizza scene. That's the guy at the, the bar. The bartender scene. Yeah, that's, that's the funny. Randall Park scene. I mean, there are some really funny It's true. Uh, I mean, and they give you, you know, the who the cameos are and sometimes you're better off not giving the cameos yeah you're 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 better off going by word of mouth saying you, you know this person's in that movie and they killed it and i'd rather hear from somebody you know exactly. that way and it just didn't it didn't carry sometimes those. not showing all your cards is a good thing like yeah. one movie that i think really personified this was chernobyl diaries granted it's not a oh, comedy yeah. no but you know, oh, no. you knew nothing about that movie going into it. They marketed it as Chernobyl Diaries, and that's it. They sure. showed you a couple of the uh, nuclear towers right. with the with the ash floating around. But then you get in there, and it just takes you on this journey that you didn't even expect. Sure, I mean, and, in the two ways these movies are similar, they're both radioactive, and they shouldn't be touched. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I, I'm sorry, it's just not a good flick. I mean, to be honest now, with does you, it, is it uh, one thing that I was worried about? It could be really cliche. With uh, with its premise, sure. The the mom, the mom with the fun past, who's not having fun anymore. The daughter sees it. She's got to go on vacation. She doesn't have a refundable ticket. Mom, let's go have fun together. I mean, Seth Rogen did this movie. A hundred, uh, yeah. A lot of people have done this movie where he went on the road trip with his, his mom. mom. Yeah, Barbara Streisand, like and, trying to make her feel sexy. Yeah, again and, and, and they can rekindle their spirit together and feel closer. And they are a true family in the end. Oh my gosh! Just not. <laughs> so they're definitely not breaking ground. No. But you know what? I'm okay with cotton candy. You've heard me say it a million times. Sometimes I want to go to the movies. I don't yeah, want to. Think... You want to be given a treat. Exactly. And. No, this was no, sour. This sour turned worms. sour in your mouth. Yeah, these real were quick. sour gummy worms, so they just didn't work for me. I'm not a fan. So it was just. Uh, I like the writer. I like the director. I like. It's the such a cast. shame because I felt like Schumer was starting to gain a lot of momentum, and it sucks that she falls face first. Yeah, because you're right. She came off train wreck, and it looked. Really oh, good she was for the her. hottest thing in Hollywood. Absolutely, and then she took time off. I know. I think she had a baby. Um, and people try crapping on her for her personal life, and she battles back and wins as usual. And you're right, she was on on track. She was yeah. on track, and woo train wreck. Yeah, and plus, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's train wreck. Um, well, then she, good. She made two train wrecks back to back. Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> one was good, and and the second one, a lot of people are going to die, and directors <laughs> going to end up in director's jail, and. The point I would really hate to see is I would really hate to see the writer of this movie, Katie Depoid, or Depold, 
to be held accountable and not get another not like get that. another writing chance. You know, she's a uh, a great uh, character filler, and she's done. Uh, she was actually in Ghostbusters as the sales agent, and I've really liked her stuff, and I want to see her get another chance. So this has me begging the question: one to ten on the coveted can't sleep won't sleep scale scale what do you give snatched well everybody's probably saying jesus guy's been giving out great ratings because the past three movies we've done yeah they probably think we're just servicing hollywood Hollywood. i'll give this the same number of rating as the laughs i got of this movie which is a three oh (laughs) cringe yeah there were three jokes in this movie i mean three laughs for me and that's the only thing i'm gonna give it you know, I think that's fair, too. You know what I mean? Because if you go in for a comedy, I don't care how crazy the plot is. Yeah. If it doesn't make you laugh, that's not a good comedy. No, especially if it's not breaking new ground. You're not going to shock me or anything. You're exactly. not going to come up with some co-star or someone doing a, a quick preview coming in, a cameo. And if it didn't work, I'm sorry. Uh, this is a skip it. Don't watch it. It's a three. Uh, go see the other movies we named in here. Yeah, go see the other seen them. We listed a lot of good alternatives. A lot of great alternatives. If you have to turn around and listen to it real quick to see what they are, uh, that's what I would do. I would not go see this movie. And I think that, you know, maybe she probably tried to push the envelope a bit on this one. After seeing how well the vulgar stuff played in Trainwreck. I think that's And how far was. she took it. Maybe this yeah. one she just wanted to push the envelope, send it completely out there you know what i mean i think if they had someone soften it just a little bit again i think again sandra maybe this is a movie where those executives in on the set no maybe it could have been a better if you had some executives maybe saying hey maybe we shouldn't go that far with this I, i don't know who did the casting to be honest with you i mean we know who wrote it we know who directed it um uh, again, I just I don't know what else to say about it except <laughs> um, again, uh, can somebody please pull me from the fire that I'm in and pull, save me, save me because it was just not a good movie. You know, I agree. A three out of ten. That means you guys should definitely not see this movie. Don't see it. Go because usually, oh, once you hit a below a five on our scale, that means don't go see it. And it's usually for some reasons. This one, you heard, like, good supporting cast, but not enough to hold it up as a film. No. So, my recommendation, I've said it three times now, I'll say it again. The same amount of jokes that were in this that made me laugh, a three. So, that's pretty much it for me. Yeah, I I really enjoyed this review, guys. As always, if you want to connect with the podcast, hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at CSWSPodcast. We are brought to you every day by Bucket of Wind. You know, hey, subscribe, subbscribe, subscribe. The button's there. <laughs> and, and come watch and see our videos on YouTube as often as possible. Let us know how you feel about the reviews in the comment section down below. And as always, I'm Cameron and with me, Matt, and we're out of here, guys. Bye. Catch you guys next time. Please stand by for further details. We return you now to your regularly scheduled program.